Conquering Your Pain provides general medical information. Since everyone's situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning, and welcome to Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson from ProOrtho in Kirkland, Washington. For over 30 years, Dr. Nelson has helped thousands of patients dramatically reduce or even eliminate their chronic pain using interventional pain and regenerative medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. Conquering Your Pain is live call-in radio. So get ready to call in with your questions because Dr. Nelson may very well be able to help you too. Now, here's your host of Conquering Your Pain, Dr. Dan Nelson, along with his co-host, Jerry Berg. And we are back for our number two of Conquering Aging. <laughs> hey, one-time program, maybe not one time, but at least for today, uh, Combining Aging Options and Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson and Rajiv Nagayich from Aging Options. And, uh, of course, uh, if you want to find out about some aging options, this is a good way to get that question you've been holding back on answered at 1-800-465-8770. And we're trying to tie this all together because so much is... Uh, uh, has to do with your medical conditions, your health, and how you age. Uh, they're just just intertwined. You can't uh, separate the two. So we're trying to put some uh, eyes on that. And we started off the conversation today talking about opioids and the use of opioids in seniors and how it's uh, it's kind of like an epidemic. Right, uh, yeah. right. Yeah. Absolutely, Jerry. Yeah, and uh, there are other alternatives, and Dr. Dan specializes in a large toolbox. Uh, to and, and a goal has been, I've been doing this program, by the way, this is our second anniversary. Oh. So, today. Well, happy anniversary, yes, Jerry. Happy That's anniversary. wonderful. I didn't get you. I would have brought you a card. Yeah. Yeah. I would have, too. No roses, no chocolates. <laughs> What's this about? <laughs> yeah. I, didn't get, I didn't get down to the dollar store. <laughs> oh yeah, and and hey. boy, what a place to buy cards! That oh, is. I love the dollar store. Are you oh, kidding? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, so but I could afford a card for you at the dollar store, so I have no excuse, <laughs> except I didn't get there. But anyway, uh, onward we go. So the lines are open for your calls. Doctor Dan has been dealing with the opioid. Uh, I call it maybe suppression or just getting people off op- opioids for a long, long time. It's been a goal. We've. Uh, We've had a special guest on the show uh, who has gotten off of opioids, uh, a military guy suffering from Justin Minion. Right. been on our program and uh, talking about the many service-related uh, accidents and, and uh, military uh, activity uh, things that he was conducting and the serious injuries he had and how opioids were ruining his life, absolutely ruining mm-hmm. it. And uh, he found treatment uh, with a device that you install in people, uh, the uh, from uh, the uh, Boston Scientific, right. it's one of the places that you use for that, and that's the uh, uh, spinal cord stimulation. And so it mentions in one of the articles today they talk about uh, nerve stimulation, and the first thing that came to my mind was, boy, that's uh, you know that's a pretty much minor, minor invasive. You can take it for a test drive to see if it works for you, and you can adjust it along the way with a simple remote control, and it it kills pain in most instances, I guess, but. Uh, and then Rajiv, uh, you know, he's always trying to connect the dots between the uh, the the, the uh, medical and the housing issues, the legal and financial, all of that, to put it together. So doctors like you talk to people like Rajiv 
so you don't you jump off the page and do something that's going to, and he doesn't do something that, that can harm the patient in the, in the long run and their, their outlook for their general life. You know, right. But you Absolutely. Don't, yeah. Jerry. And so, and this is, and same thing for real estate people. Rajiv connects the dots with them and brings them in, the financial planners, uh, so that it isn't, uh, he's not just about, and Rajiv, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not all just about dying. With most attorneys who do estate planning, it's pretty much making sure that all the ducks are in a row to die. I mean, not they mean to do it just about dying, but just it turns out that the typical planning the average person is going to do is more about death issues than living issues. Right. And and again, and, and when you look at life, it's all about everything. You know, it's about health. It's about how do you make sure that you have a housing plan so you don't slip into a nursing home. How do you have a financial plan so that it supports your housing goals without you running out of money? How do you have a legal plan so by the time your kids are going to start reading this stuff, uh, they will know exactly what to do. Uh, unfortunately, by the time people come to uh, Dan, and uh, most of them have had a health episode, which is the crisis that needs to be addressed right now. But what a great opportunity for someone to take a look at that opp- uh, crisis and say, okay, now that I've got this thing under control, or at least as much under control as I can have, let's take a look at it so the next time it doesn't become uh, a, a, an emergency as this health crisis is becoming. So right, it, right. it can be done easily, I think, but, but we need to think differently. It's a mindset issue more than anything else. Absolutely, Rajiv. And, you know, it's kind of funny because pe- people listening maybe today would say, well, what are we doing having Rajiv, a lawyer, and myself? <laughs> Why, what, what's the purpose of that? But I will tell you, it, it's, there's so much overlap I'm amazed at how many times, Jerry, I'm driving in, listening to Rajiv and hearing, like, this is exactly what I'm trying to tell people in a little different way right. about the bigger picture. And you've got to ask the right questions. You've got to have people that are knowledgeable in certain areas. I remember one time talking, you were talking about emergency rooms right. and the elderly and how the, what a mismatch that is. And right. My brother is an ER doc, and he's... He's all over this subject. You know, elderly patients going to the ER, it's just a different, you know, it's a different problem than somebody who's younger. And the problems are just, and the fact that in some areas of the country, they're getting these kind of geriatric ER set up. That's right. And it's because it's a different, you have to approach those patients differently than your, say, your 30-year-old. It's it's a totally different, as I've told you and our, our listeners, the... The human organism over the decades changes in how we respond right. to disease, to stress, to injury. And so, but part of that is the overall planning for that. We can plan our health, we can take the best measure, but you gotta, I tell patients, you gotta take the big picture into mind too, including how you're taking care of yourself, your finances, and, you know, a lot of that just dovetails so yeah. nicely into what you're what I'm hearing every week when I listen to you. And you know, the analogy that I give is this, that by the time you're dealing with your back pain, it, it, it is an emergent issue that you don't have too many choices to see in the, in the calm of day all the different options that you have. Right. And, and, and the, isn't that the confusing mess that we have? You shared your, your, your story about somebody who had gone to see nine different doctors who's a psychiatrist or psychotherapist anyway. Right, and there are doctors telling him, "Oh, it's all in your head." The other doctors saying that you need to cut yourself open. Lois called in the last hour. She had surgery, and you're saying that's the last thing. Your path and my path connected with my brother-in-law in India, New Delhi, in India. Jerry, I don't know whether you remember that or not. I do. Right, he called me in a panic, saying that I'm having back spasms. They want to cut me open. 
immediately I called Dan and I said, this is what's going on. What, what should I tell him? And he says, stop. Yeah. You don't do the surgery. You, you know, so he triaged it and he says, no, I haven't come here. And he came here. He didn't have the surgery. He needs much right. better hands now because we didn't have to do any of the surgery. So yeah. there's so much information. It doesn't make anyone wrong in the advice that they give. It makes everyone right. But the confusion that it creates, you can go to 10 different people. They'll give you 10 different pieces of advice. And who do you really listen to in the end, right? Yeah. You can do all of that research in the calmer day. You can't do it after your back has already started spasming. You just got to go ahead and get to anyone who can go ahead and hold out the hope. And that's what life is about. We wait till the last minute. We wait till we start falling apart. We wait till we end up in the hospital and the kids start saying, okay, well, we got to react. They show up to the hospital. Here's a discharge nurse saying, hey, your dad, the good news is we saved his life. Now, which rehab center do you want to take them to? Yeah. All your life you have been promising yourself, I will never end up in a nursing home. Now we start conjuring up images as to, oh, why this rehab center is not a nursing home? Why? Oh, I'm going to a place that's going to give me physical therapy or occupation therapy so I can actually get better and come home. Really, why couldn't I get the same therapy at home? Yeah, Most right. of us are going to end up in a rehab center, get therapy one time a day. That means for 23 hours we're hugging a bed. Is because we never think about these issues ahead of time. Yeah. And so, anyway, I, yeah, I can take I want, over this, and yeah. I don't want to because you've got three people sitting up here. What I, what I like about both of you guys is you start from this satellite view at, at 200,000 feet or whatever right. and looking down on the problem and, and looking to see what can be done about it instead of just zeroing in, it hurts here. Or you've got somebody who's, you know, they want a, 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 to sign a certificate uh, to get them out of the hospital or, or whatever, right. you know. And, and, and Dr. Dan's, you know, he's, they're complaining about uh, a back pain or something like that. And he starts looking everywhere to see what the source of that is. I think he, it takes a different thinker to come up with not the herd, herd mentality solutions. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the one, one thing that I say about people in America. We have... A lot of professionals, but professionals are basically herd mentality professionals because we get the, our industries, the legal industry, the Washington State Bar Association puts up a lot of education, and whatever education is given to us, we kind of digest that. We come by and say, yeah, this is the gold standard. There's very little original thinking that's going on. So many years ago when I was – I used to be prolifically speaking my head off at, at the Washington State Bar Association to lead industry results and stuff, and here's what I found out. Eventually, the work that you end up doing as a pioneer in any field, it is going to be swimming up the current. Up it's almost up. never going to be swimming with the current. Yeah. There'll right. be more very intelligent and highly qualified professionals who will be questioning, and rightfully so, they should be questioning, that what you do is that really the way that we should be doing it because we've been doing it for the last 100 years this way. Yeah. And therefore, to make any innovation in life is, is, a, is a very painful process right yeah till you run into a guy like me till you run into a guy like dan and say no stop don't do the surgery surgery is great for the surgeon who's going to do the surgery because medicare will go ahead and pay them and that's really what they know not malintended yeah it's not right. that they're vicious about the whole thing but they are tunnel vision about what the solution is right and for for people for america to get out of the bloody mess 70 percent of americans fail in retirement how in the bloody world can we live with ourselves knowing that 70 percent of americans are not going to take the last breath in their own home yeah. how can we live with ourselves as professionals serving the retired community yeah. and if that's not a wake-up call so the better answer is you go to the public you go to the few people who want to 
change the fundamentals in how we take a look at it, not wait for the government to get it right, not wait for the big businesses who are not going to change their shtick because that's how they make money. It's individuals who are going to make the difference. Yeah. And you take a look at it. Anyway, so okay. that's the preaching for the yeah. day. That was great. I love it. What's <laughs> that's, gonna, that's awesome. Yeah. I could go on from there, and but let's... let's <laughs> well, uh, I'll the single you. biggest thing that's going to keep me from dying in my home uh, and or being somewhere else is the Snohomish County tax assessor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can Honestly. change. You can change the definition of the home from Snohomish County to some other county right. if you want to. Yeah, yeah. That's in your power. Don't give the power to the government. Absolutely. I'm. A, I was and laughing Montana or smiling to myself at the end of our last segment when you were talking about the Secure Act and the government. And uh, my my older brother, who I respect a lot told me one time, there's never been a government in history that thought they had enough money. Oh, So that's, that's just, yep. you just got to remember that. And you yep. need people like Rajiv to help kind of balance the, yeah. put, you know, turn the equation a little bit in your favor. I could go on with what I've learned on this program for hours, but we won't do that right now. We're going to go to Sonia and then Jack and uh, probably Jerry in there too someplace. Uh, Sonia, you're on the air with Rajiv and Dr. Dan Nelson. Great. Thank you, guys. Um, Thanks really for enjoy waiting. your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm a 58-year-old woman I'm going on 59. I have bum knees. Um, both my mom and my sister have had full knee replacements, and they're, my sister's quite a bit older than me, but I figure it's probably in my future at some time, but I'm trying to avoid that. Um, I enjoy being active. I love hiking and things. My knees pretty much hurt all the time. Um, I, I don't like to take any kind of painkillers, including even Tylenol or Advil, but Good for um, you. Yeah. I had heard Dr. Dan say, you know, mention I have not tried the intermittent fasting, and I was curious about that and, and how it helps um, fight the inflammation, which I know is a big problem that I have, and is it is there certain types of food that you avoid, or is it just the timing? I, I just wanted to hear a little bit more about that and how it helps. Combat the inflammation. So I'll first qualify saying I'm not an expert in this area, but uh, fasting in general, caloric restriction, time uh, feeding restriction, there's, there is so much information out there. What we do know is that with fasting and caloric restriction, the body goes through changes, including something called autophagy, where the body kind of does this pruning of cells and that that doesn't need when you're faced with uh, caloric restriction or fasting. Um, it also reduces chronic inflammation. How that works, we don't know. Chronic inflammation is so critical to so many areas, including cardiac disease, kidney disease, um, you name it. Uh, chronic inflammation is arthritis. I mean, arthritis. When your knees, you know, you get an X-ray and the doctor tells you what's well, bone on bone. Well. That's not why you have pain. Bones don't have nerve fibers. It's the toxic soup of chronic inflammation. So, you know, and some some of the orthopedic doctors are finally getting it. They understand that it's really inflammation and not the mechanical thing. It's like, you know, some of them, the enlightened ones, are finally getting it, you know. But still, there's... I'm fighting, like you, Rajiv, the financial industry, the, you know, that whole legal financial, you know what I would call the medical-industrial complex. I mean, there's 700,000 knee replacements are done in this, year, in, in this country every year. Yeah. 700,000. Right. And we know from studies, depending on the study, 14 to 40% of those patients will have chronic pain after their knee replacement right. at right. one year and beyond. So to me, it's like that's not sustainable anyway. Yeah. There won't be, a, in, in 10, 15 years, there won't be enough doctors to do all, 
if that keeps going up, there won't be enough orthopedic surgeons. So we have to find another solution. So regenerative medicine, including stem cell, is gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be the future. It has to be, and it has to be a grassroots effort that says um, because insurance companies won't pay for it now. But and I'm not holding my breath, but that's got to be one of those things that eventually they'll come around. Even the insurance companies who are not slaves to logic, (laughs) (laughs) eventually I think they'll see the light and and no, this is you know this should be. If not a first step, at least an option yeah. for people like you. Maybe their actuators will take over and tell them it's a good thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, yeah. Let's get the bean counters involved. Yeah. And maybe. Yeah. Uh, and I say that lovingly because my wife is a CPA, and uh, I have a high respect for those those uh, accounting type people. Sonia, I hope that has been helpful. Yeah, thanks. I just need to make an appointment with Doctor Dan. I think because um, the orthopedics I go to don't. They don't recommend stem cell or or anything, and I, I would really I need yeah. to check it out. So sure. that if <laughs> you know that's what we get. You know, my doctor says stem cell doesn't work. Well, that either they're in denial or they're lazy, intellectually lazy, because there are, you know, if you go to pubmed dot uh, gov, yeah, there's over a hundred thousand citations on stem cell research. There's multiple studies on stem cell therapy and treating humans and Lots of high-level evidence that it actually does work, and it um, doesn't work for everybody, but nothing works for everybody. Yeah. So um, I, all we're trying to do is give a balanced approach to it and realizing we got a big toolbox. Stem cell therapy is an important piece of that toolbox, but it's not the only thing. And if there's something else that's going to work better, especially if it's covered by insurance, well, you know, we may recommend that instead. Yeah. Okay? Great. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot for your call. call. I think some people say that fasting is part of God's maintenance maintenance package for us. Absolutely, and I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot for your call. Okay, bye. bye Bye-bye. We're going to go into a break right now, come back. Uh, Jack, who's waiting for us right now. Jerry, stay there, too. And uh, we've got lines open, two of them. You can get in right now. And uh, we would love to get a question for Rajiv. Anything in regard to aging is on the table, too, during this hour. And that would mean age-related questions about Medicare and Medicaid, Social Security, VA benefits, Safe Harbor Trusts, nursing homes, wills and trusts, all of that stuff, care coordination. Give us a call at 1-800-465-8770. If you want to talk about the just-passed SECURE Act and how it can be a big tax bomb for your heirs, uh, you can give us a call about that, too. I'm Jerry Berg, along with special guest, or not special guest, yeah, special guest, Rajiv Nagai. <laughs> I need to have you guys change places. Yeah. And Dr. Dan Nelson with Conquering Your Pain and Conquering Aging is the name of the program today. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with ongoing pain that just won't go away? Then now is the time to call and talk with Dr. Dan Nelson. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy, it only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. Listen to what a satisfied patient had to say. Dr. Dan, God bless you, brother. I tell you, I had stem cell treatment about four months ago on my right knee, and I'm like a new man, doctor. I mean, it is unbelievable. 
I was in a lot of pain and I'd had cortisone shots and there was another doctor that I had seen. And of course, they were talking about the surgery route. I listened to your show, came in to see you, and um, you did the treatment. And it's just truly amazing. I'm like a new man in the right knee. I am one pleased individual. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call someone with experience. Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho in Kirkland, 425-823-4000, 425-823-4000. You're listening to Conquering Your Pain. Are you one of the 90 million people in the U.S. affected by chronic persistence or recurring pain? If so, this program is definitely for you. Live and local from downtown Seattle, you can call in to get answers and a second opinion. Dr. Dan Nelson is ready to take your calls at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And we have a couple open lines right now you can call in. 1-800-465-8770. And, uh, let's Jerry, see. I just have to make a comment. Rajiv talked about the... Being a pioneer and swimming upstream. Yeah. <laughs> As I feel, you know, we have a kindred spirit between the two of us in this regard. We're talking about the forces arrayed against us, which is a lot of, the, you know, the legal financial industry complex versus my medical industrial complex. You know, we, we're kind of like voices crying in the wilderness. And, you know, I always make this joke about how do you, how do you identify a pioneer? By the arrows in their back, that's you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure you've heard that before, it yeah. and it's true. We all we take arrows in the back because we're not going with the mainstream, and that's just. But my obligation is to my patients. Your that's obligation right. is to your clients who sits in front of me, right? Right, and that lodestone is. I've always tell people I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but I know if I do what's best for my patient, Rajiv does best with, for his client. It's makes it easier right much easier and then the thing is this i think it's nobody is malintended I, I don't want to ever think that people do things maliciously to go and hurt other people right even the, the established industry they don't there's a certain pattern that we get used to and we know change is the hardest thing for anyone to deal with at an individual level at a corporate level and so we tend to find it easier to protect our turf and to come up with all the analogies as to why what we do is still working even though in reality, 70% of Americans not being able to live out their lives in their own home, that is a statistic that just glares out. doesn't oh, happen in the third horrible. world. No, right? It doesn't not. happen anywhere else. And we, But we just keep doing it. It makes money. It's comfortable for people. It's not that they're meaning ill. And so you, the public has to be the one saying, what are the answers that I'm looking for? I don't want to. Here's the thing that I find interesting about how we go about doing our planning. As consumers, we're the hardest working people in the world. Dan, I mean, if right. you yeah, if yeah. being born in India, I know that the office hours are 10 to 5. That means by 11 o'clock, someone's going to show up. By 12 o'clock, it's going to be lunch hour. <laughs> and then after that, about 2 o'clock, we got to have our tea time. And then after that, about 4.30 or so, it's time to start packing up and going home. In America, I have, there's not a day that I spend that we don't work. I have, don't see all my colleagues working and every, every business that I've been, 8 to 5 is the minimum. And right. most people who are conscientious, they're going to spend 10, 12 hours a day. So right. by the time you come home, you're bushed, you're beat. There's right. nothing you can do. But right. you have all these obligations. you got to plan. So what do we do? We go down to professionals. Well, you know, for the medical industry, we go to doctors. For the, for the housing industry, we go to realtors. We go to mortgage brokers. For the financial industry, we go to financial planners, accountants, and insurance agents. For legal industry, we go to lawyers. And think about how the education comes in all these industries. The industries have basically organized themselves 
uh, in a way so that we have to develop education that we can impart to our constituents, our doctors and lawyers and financial planners, which then the lawyers are going to take to the clients, that the financial planners are going to take to the clients. Here's the question that I ask. And you, the consumer, need to be listening to this one. I, the consumer, needs to be paying attention to this one because here's the reality. Which industry do you think is going to be self-serving? It is not going to be self-serving to say we will manufacture education that does not serve our financial needs before it serves your needs. Yeah. Right. Which company do you think is going to be giving you those answers? And the sad reality, answers are all there. I mean, I don't make up the answers. I just look at the people in the periphery who would seem to be doing interesting work, but have been sidelined to go ahead and say, how can we do it? For example, in housing. And the big mistake that we end up making, go to a real estate agent and say, hey, listen, I'm about to retire. What should I do? We all know that we need to have a rambler and an age-friendly home. Right. But in the end, how come $80 million was not enough to keep Casey Kasem at home? Because the rambler is just one small spigot of the whole thing, and the real estate industry makes money by selling real estate. Now, what you do with that real estate, good luck. I hope things work out for you. Mortgage insurance companies, they sell you a reverse mortgage. It's not the right product for everyone. It is the right product for a certain number of people. But, you know, if you go to the wrong reverse mortgage people, they just sell it to you because that's how they make money. Where is this objective information that you can go to somebody and say, I, I, you know, I don't have the bandwidth to understand all of this stuff. Where do I get the information about how should I approach healthcare? How should I approach finances, legal, all these different areas? So in the end, my goal is I don't want to end up in a nursing home, become burdened, I broke. How do I get that objective data so I can evaluate which pieces do I want to put in my puzzle? That's the missing piece. Right. And you pull it together and it's all there. So the thing that both of you uh, do is you take a look at everything uh, from that that high altitude. And and the reason you do this radio program, both of you, uh, is because you want to get the information out. Because, like you say, you've got arrows in your back already. And you've got to get when, – when Dr. Dan has a patient say that a, a physician walked out of the room when he when that patient talked about stem cell therapy – you know, it, it almost blows your mind. And, right. And the I same, mean, yeah. What, and, kind of, what kind of response is that? You get up and walk out of the room? Yeah. So I right. mean, that's just like, right. okay, I would never go, I would never recommend that doctor ever, <laughs> you know? I mean, that's so wrong on so many ca- accounts, yeah. but not to mention just the disrespect of, oh, well, you brought that up. I'm going to yeah. wa- get up and walk out of the room. It's like, come on, you know? Let's, right. let's just. Let's be a grown-up and just, you know, if you have concerns, let's talk about them, you know. Yeah. So. I brought up some things like that, with, and I think they only respected me and left me alone because of my age. Uh, <laughs> and they knew that they could get a real argument out of me, and they didn't want it. So, you know, doctor, i got to tell you, uh, Dr. Mixon told me a long time ago, the way to have a successful uh, medical appointment with a doctor is grab the roll-around chair that he sits on, when he comes into the room, sit on it and roll roll yourself over by the door. So you're <laughs> between you him and the door. <laughs> Let's grab another call and uh, get right into it now with uh, Sonia. And uh, Sonia, no, we already talked to Sonia. We're going to go to Jack now. Jack's calling us from Federal Way. Hi, Jack. Thanks for waiting. Hi. Hi, Rajiv and Dr. Dan. Hey. I've got Hello. a question for Dr. Dan. Yes. Okay, I have a, a single nerve neuropathy 
problem. It originates up in T8 or T9, comes down my back, goes around the bottom of my right rib cage, and and stops under under my diaphragm. Right. When this started, I had a burning pain along the whole path of that nerve, like that nerve was firing all the time. I went to a number of doctors, and nobody could help me, and finally my uh, family doctor diagnosed it as a neuropathy problem. And the only thing he could offer me to help help with the pain was tramadol. Mm. So he gave me a low dose of tramadol, and that's been a lifesaver because it gets the pain down to where I so low that I can ignore it until the until the tramadol wears off. Right. So I've been listening to your show, and I don't know whether your toolbox has something different that may help me because right now they're treating the tramadol as an opioid, and I got to go every year to a three-year boring meeting, yeah. do a urine test, right? And I have to have an appointment to get a renewal of my prescription with right. the doctor. Yeah. So, now, uh, just a question. Yeah. So the question, I think the question is twofold. The the so what you're describing to me is the neuropathy, or what I what I would call intercostal neuralgia. So that means the nerve that runs underneath the rib is inflamed chronically for whatever reason, injury. Sometimes we don't even know what causes it, but it could be it could have come from a viral infection or an injury. We don't know. Um, but okay. that, that's a readily treatable condition. Well, I would do something called an intercostal nerve block initially with some local anesthetic and cortisone more di- diagnostically to see if you're, if we can get your pain to go away temporarily, that gives us something to work with. And so some things we can do beyond that. Uh, so I, you know, the tramadol, that's not a bad option, but you're basically treating the symptoms and not the origin of the pain. So I'm... Yeah, well, even, I've never found anybody that could help me with that. Well, yeah, and that's why we... You may have now. That's why we have this show, because honestly, you know, interventional pain management, we haven't done a good job of explaining what, is out there what's available in our toolbox and so i you know we have this show now jerry two years yep and it's you know at my 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 expense and but it's a good thing i'm obviously i benefit my practice benefits by the exposure but it's also i think it's a public service and i know rajiv does what he does as a part of it's out of his own heart as a public service um because our, my my special in particular has done such a horrible job of letting people know What's available? You know, this this is something we have something that we can treat intercostal neuralgia. We, I'm not going to solve it in one visit, but at least we can diagnose. You know, we do the injection, we diagnose it. If you get pain pain relief, that's like a test, and we can go from there. Um, I, you know, I've, I think I've treated two patients with that this past week, um, and uh, you know, vast majority of the time we're able to dramatically improve their pain and get them off taking pain medications. And tramadol, even though it's a weak opioid, it's still an opioid, so it's still a controlled substance. You still have to, you're still going to be treated with suspicion as long as you're on that medication. That's just the, that's the fallout from the opioid crisis. Right. Everybody's going to be suspect if you're on opioids. And that's why I, we don't, you know, we, I've done some prescribing of opioids on a limited basis, but I, to me it's like, when we have so many tools to 
you know, find the origin, find the what we call the pain generator, and treat the pain, pain generator. We got so many amazing technologies out there, and my job is to present that as an honest broker. What is the best technology? Realizing that technology is not everything, and I told Jerry last week, most important toolbox, most important tool in the toolbox, Jerry, is what? I I thought it was having an MD, but the, no. you had a better <laughs> no. answer. Having a medical license. No, that's, that's, that's a prerequisite. But the most important tool is empathy yeah. and just insight to the patient. Putting your patient, you know, put yourself in your patient's shoes. Okay, wh- I can relate to you as a person first. Right. And you know, the technology is great, but you got to have, you got to be able to connect with the patient. You know, the the uh, um, the ability. So we talk about the three or four A's. You know, you're able, you're available, you're affable, right. which I try to do. But that that should be an automatic. You right. know, but being affable is being part of like being being available for the patient and being able to kind of relate to them first as a, as a person and not as a procedure. Right. Because that's, that's the important thing. I'm not going to treat you as a procedure. I'm going to treat you as a, as a patient and human being first. And I would say, you know, to add to that list also, I, I, I keep thinking about professionals who have to be curious. The problem is, you know, you, you work, you're a lawyer for 30 years, 40 years, you, you're now towards the end of it, and then you start just okay, well, whatever, let somebody else do it, right? And you don't innovate. And the the problem with being a professional is you have an obligation, I think, to, to our, our clients that we serve to always stay on the cutting edge. Absolutely. Because what's good today may not be good tomorrow. And, and yeah. my God, medicine proves that out. Uh, milk is good one day, milk is bad another day. Right. Eggs are good one day, eggs are bad another day. If right. you're not keeping up with all the latest, then how in the world do you do that? And get out of the herd mentality. I mean, nothing, the best answers have yet to be written. Absolutely. Right? And we have to curious. If you get that, that's, I mean, where do you find those people? Those are the people you want in doctors. Those are the people you want in lawyers. Those are the people you want in architects. Those are the people you want. People who just want to go ahead and just bang out uh, the, a better answer every day. What, what I did yesterday was probably not the best answer I have. I may have an answer tomorrow that will be even better. But you can't wait for that because time is fungible. Yeah. Right. So you just right. got to go to that. And I would agree wholeheartedly with that because what makes my job fun is that I can't sit on my laurels. I got to keep right. I got to keep reading. Right. And to me that's fascinating cuz if you're if you have a curious mind and you're always thinking about things, well how could we do this better? And you read all right. the literature and you know that most of the literature is biased, right? Whether it's coming from industry right. or it's all all the studies out there have bias. So you have to kind of sift that out and know right. realizing everything's Everything's got a bias, right? And my bias is to the patient, and yeah. and try to make the best decision for them, right? But it's to me, it's a fascinating. I just love what I do because, you know, it's yeah. Every day is a new adventure almost, and I'm I'm always reading something or somebody sending me something like I never thought of that. Right. Whether it's on nutrition, I mean, everything dovetails into what I do, but also dovetails into your realm as well. Oh, so no doubt. Yes. And okay. I, I've had the privilege of asking. I'm going to come back to you in just a second here, and Jack, and we'll finish up. But I have the okay. privilege of watching both of you guys in the studio when someone calls in and has talks to you and gives you accolades about a job well done. And you both do the same thing as you actually get embarrassed. And I can <laughs> see it on your faces that you're so pleased to hear something really good from somebody. Uh, but you, you take it with a grain of embarrassment to be patted on the back for what you do. So, Dr. Dan, uh, finishing up with Jack, because we're a little bit over on our break right now, what would you suggest he do? 
Well, the the neuropathy thing, I think, is readily uh, identifiable and definable and treatable. So I would do something called an intercostal nerve block, um, and that's more of a diagnostic maneuver. And that would give me a lot of information about going forward. Um, there's, Without getting into the weeds, there are a number of options. And realizing what I tell most patients is, you know, one visit's probably not going to solve your problem, but... It's a beginning, and we can start with that and uh, first and foremost get a plan in action and, and go forward. Yep. So, okay. yeah, give us, give us office a call uh, at 425-36, excuse me, 636-4424. Got a new number today, 425-636-4442. And uh, also, if you hear another number during the show, that's okay, too. It'll work, Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. We're going to come back to uh, our next caller in line. It happens to be John in Spanaway with a question for Rajiv. Uh, and you can, your calls too at 1 800 465 8770. Take advantage of this opportunity to dial in. Any question regarding your aging process or that of a loved one, or a, it's a medical question about the pain, the chronic pain that you're suffering, Dr. Dan will field that one. We'll be right back. Are you at the end of your rope with chronic, persistent, or recurring pain? Call now to talk with Dr. Dan Nelson at 1-800-465-8770. At ProOrtho, Dr. Nelson is committed to a compassionate approach towards alleviating pain, restoring health, and improving your quality of life. The lines are open for your call at 800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy... It only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. Listen to what a satisfied patient had to say. I had retired from law enforcement, although I was still heavily involved in training law enforcement, and a lot of that was in rural and and wooded areas. In the course of all this uh, walking through the woods, I mean, I've had two arthroscopic surgeries on my right knee, and Every time I took a step, even when I had a lot of Excedrin on board, my right knee was killing me. And I'd I'd heard about stem cell. I wasn't expecting miracles. A little bit of pain reduction would have been great. And I'm I'm only three weeks out right now. I'm walking normally. I will say up front that there's always that tiny bit of apprehension about the unknown. But um, he drew the blood and flipped me over and... uh, aspirated the bone marrow and I was I kept waiting because sometimes he would say well this might be a little uncomfortable and I'm still waiting it still hasn't there were no no problems at all and I was happy you were happy and and I'm still happy you should consider stem cell therapy but call someone with experience Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho in Kirkland 425-823-4000 Welcome back to Conquering Your Pain. If you are suffering from chronic pain, find out what you can do about it right now. The lines are open for your call to Dr. Dan Nelson, 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And you are here with a brand new program for one day, uh, Conquering Aging. (laughs) 
Combin- I like that. I like the term. Co- co- combination. I of think major- we're going to have to do this like once a quarter, maybe, or something. something. Like that. Well, I might yeah. have to figure out how to yeah. do this on a well, semi-regular basis. Conquering aging is a mix for our listening audience who just uh, tunes into this hour of a mix between aging options, which is normally on the air from 10 to 11, and 11 to 12, conquering your pain. Aging options, conquering your pain, and we're mixing them up a little bit because there is a lot of things that are connected together. It all started out with the idea of talking about seniors who are stuck on opioids. Uh, not a good idea, and ways to get past that. So let's get to the phone calls again now. We have John, who's calling in from Spanaway with a call for Rajiv. John, you're on the air, and thanks for waiting. I uh, thank the, you three gentlemen for what you do. This community is very lucky to have you as a part of it. My question is, is it possible to incorporate a trust in a will? In other words, uh, just uh, take care of your wishes in one blow. And the short answer to that is yes and heck yes. <laughs> you know, you, you can do a will. is just an instrument. And you can say when I pass away, I want to leave the money to a trust. I want to incorporate the trust provisions in, in the will. Easily done. What are you thinking about? What, what do you think you need to... What would the trust do for you? What What are your objectives? I want to leave some uh, of my uh, estate to my grandchildren, but I don't want them to have it at once. Yep, no, and that's exactly what a trust would do. You'd basically say as long as you're living, nothing changes. You don't have a trust. You don't have anything. You just have a will as an instrument that says this is who I am, this is who my family is, this is who I am going to appoint as the executor or executrix of my estate when I pass away, and I want them to distribute my assets this way. And then you will go to the second level and say, and when it comes to distribution, I want this portion of the estate to go into a trust for my children. The the trustee, and you'll have to decide who the trustee is, can use the money to give them education of any sort. They can use the money for whatever the trustee thinks is appropriate. But the beneficiary grandchild cannot go to the trustee and say, hey, that's my money, I want it now. And then at a certain age, you will say to the trustee that when they are this age, in my opinion, 35 is a good age for that, you will say that trust goes away and the money either goes to the grandchildren or the parents, and you'll decide that. Easily done. I think that's a good question you have. You made a very good explanation. I've been scared to death to uh, to tackle it. No, it's easy and, enough uh, to tackle, I- John, so. Okay. Thank if you, you get a chance, much. call LifePoint Law, and, and there are attorneys up there who can just figure this out easily for you. Okay. What, what is that number? That's uh, it's eight seven seven three five three seven seven. Correct. Three five three. Three five three. Okay. Thirty seven forty seven. Thirty seven forty seven. Okay. Thank you very much. Have you a great bet. weekend. Thanks you, you too, Ajon. And uh, that leaves a line open. Uh, got several lines open right now at one eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy, one eight hundred four six five eight seven seven zero. Well, Rajiv, uh, I want to mention during the program right now, uh, in this half of it, about the upcoming seminars that you have coming up. Uh, and uh, first one in uh, coming up in March, a whole new series. And uh, Olympia is the kickoff. And that's on March 10th, 7 o'clock in the evening. Then in Issaquah on Wednesday, March 11th at 7. And then there are two seminars on March 12th. That's Thursday. And in Federal Way at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And then you're going to drive all the way up to Anacortes 
for a 7 o'clock in the evening seminar on the same day. And then on uh, Saturday in Everett, that's March 14th, the only Saturday seminar during the month. Yep. And that's followed by Gig Harbor on Wednesday, March 18th. These seminars are all available uh, where you can start planning the blueprint of your dreams for that retirement show and get questions that ask, answer that you never even knew you should be asking about your retirement. It's very eye-opening. Uh, and, Jerry, this year we'll be doing something a little different, too. Really? We'll be Because I've got so many clients now. I've been in practice, what, 17 years now. And so we are this year going to start spotlighting, focusing on doing education events only for existing clients. Right? Because the SECURE Act, how does that impact me? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the laws change? The state tax planning, right? In 2025, there'll be a sunset that'll be coming down. What about the Safe Harbor Trust? What about the healthcare advances that we've had and all that? So we'll be bringing, so if you go to our calendar, I mean, you will see three or four events that are geared to what we call as client connection seminars. Okay. And uh, only if you're my client. Those are only open to clients only. And this is just an update of what you've done with us because you trusted Aging Options to say, help me so I can have a better retirement. Help me so I don't end up in a nursing home, become a burden, protect my money. But there are lots of moving parts to that. Health, housing, finance, legal. This is just an update. So keep looking at that. Go to aging. If you're my client, go to agingoptions.com. Look for these client connection seminars, and we'll be committed to offering them, you know, as regularly as we possibly can, depending as to what the calendar looks like. Yeah. But Dan, I want to ask you a question. I mean, who is the ideal person who should be calling a person such as you? So, I mean, who, when do we get into the trouble? And obviously, pain. That's that's obvious. But who should be calling you? So, so it kind of depends on, you know, on that pain odyssey where you're at, right? So if you're at the point where you're, you've gone through, say, let's say physical therapy or Mm -hmm. you've done whatever hands on and the pain is still kind of dominating your life and waking you up at night, interfering with your activity, interfering with social activity. Right. It's like, okay, that's the time. You probably need to reach out to a specialist like myself. And, uh, again, we're, we're talking about, you know, let's, let's, you're taking pain medications and, or whatever, but, you know, basically you're covering up the problem. You're not, right. you're, and you're not getting to the root of it. So the big thing I think... One of the big advantages coming to us is that we're going to do where I'm, I'm not a needle jockey. I'm not going to stick a needle right. in first. We're going to take your history, your medical history and your physical exam and then diagnostic imaging, x-rays, MRI, go over all of that and come up with a plan. And that plan realizing, you know, it's a, we might have a preliminary or provisional diagnosis, but that can change because we start moving down the path. And whether it's, you know, injections or whatever, or, uh, or sometimes it's a surgery, an implant, for example. Um, it's, it's, uh, so it's really kind of a, I'm not sure that's a, answering your question. No, it does, though, because, you know, and, and because as a layperson, I'm looking at that. I'm not a doctor. I'm looking at that. It's, you know, I have to, at some point in time, educate myself as to who do I go see and when. When is the right. trigger point for me to go see that my regular doctor is not working, is not getting the information, and, and, and how do I decide that I need to... I think it's personally, you know, it's kind of everybody's personal situation. If you're getting the answer, uh, well, you've got arthritis, you're old, you just live with it. Now, to me, that's not adequate. Right. You know, it's like, there's people in her, I know many of my patients in their 90s who are pretty vigorous, and right. yeah. but they have a pain problem, they have arthritis, and they... 
Or Jerry, for example, every time he brought up spinal stenosis, the doctor would change the subject, right, Jerry? Yeah, yeah. And like, if that's <laughs> happening. That's not. That's not a good. That's not what you want. You need. It was you need my to neuropathy, keep, actually. But yeah, don't stop with that. You yeah. need to keep move. You, you need to take that and keep moving. Right. And get another opinion, and just keep asking questions. Interesting. We're going to take a quick break now, guys, and come back. And hopefully, uh, the lines are all open right now. So give us a call uh, for either Doctor Dan. Or Rajiv Nagayach with Aging Options. It could be an age-related question. It could be a medical question. We'd like to hear from you. Give us a call right now at 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. You're listening to a special edition of Conquering Aging. Aging Options combined with Conquering Your Pain. And uh, we'll be right back. I'm Jerry Berg along with Dr. Dan Nelson and Rajiv Nagayach. Returning in just 60 seconds. Are you struggling with ongoing pain that just won't go away? Get answers now. Call and talk with Dr. Dan Nelson. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy, it only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. Listen to what June has to say. I recently had stem cell therapy on my knee with you. I've been sort of hobbling around with this left knee for a long, long time. I was listening to Dr. Mixon, and he recommended you and the, the stem cell therapy, and I made a consultation. And from that consultation, a couple of weeks later, I had my stem cell therapy done, and quite honestly... I'm so happy with the results. I can kneel. I can do this. I can do that. I'm just very happy. And so my plan is to have the other one done in the fall. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call someone with experience. Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho in Kirkland. 425-823-4000. Have you heard about stem cell or PRP therapy as an alternative to knee, hip, and shoulder replacement surgery? This is Conquering Your Pain. Dr. Dan Nelson has been in pain management medicine for over 28 years. Now is your chance for a radio appointment with one of Seattle's top doctors. The lines are open at 800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. You know, one, one of the things we talk about once in a while on Conquering Your Pain, Dr., is the fact that the stem cell therapy is kind of like the Wild West uh, right. with so many people who are claiming, and I'll put it, write that in capital letters, I mean, claiming to do stem cell therapy, and they really aren't. And they're doing it in a seminar fashion, uh, like uh, maybe you timeshare, selling timeshares. Right. The price is yeah. one thing, but if you sign up today, it's this and it's right. that. And it's a red flag that you should ask a question Who's going to be doing this? You know, right. What kind of a doctor are you? And if it's not an MD using stem cells from your own body, run. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's the who, what, and where. Who's doing it? Is it somebody who's qualified? Is this somebody who's got a chiropractor who hired a nurse practitioner to do the injections? Or is it somebody who was an OBGYN doctor last week and they went to a seminar and now they're a regenerative medicine specialist? You know, that's just really, I've been doing this musculoskeletal stuff for 30 years. Yeah. So, you know, that's just, conservatively, I've done 40,000 injections in my life. Not that that's all I do, yeah. but 40,000 
at least half, maybe almost two-thirds spine-related. So it's like, yeah. you know, you want somebody who knows which end of the needle to hold, right? <laughs> I mean, there's people out there that are not qualified to have anything sharp in their hand. I've seen them. I've yeah. seen, or I've heard about them. You know, yeah. patients have told me stories. So you just... Again, it's it's kind of incumbent on you as a consumer to do a little bit of research and maybe, you know, get a second or third opinion or or call us, you know, yeah. frankly. And 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 when that doctor uh tells you that orthopedic guy probably that tells you it's bone on bone, you need a joint replacement, uh it's it's an amputation. Right. Uh, they're going to saw that thing out of there and put in metal parts. And it's a it's a one-time, uh, you know, event that's going to change that joint forever. There's no going back. Right. And one of the things that's so great about stem cells is that you can do do-overs because you still have the <laughs> right. original equipment. Yeah. And the chance of making you worse yeah. is almost, it's not zero, but it's, it's virtually zero. Yeah. And the fact is, you know, in this age group that, you know, and Rajiva and I have so much crossover talking generally about people over the age of, say, 55, 60. Yeah. Even the anesthesia, and I'm an anesthesiologist. That was my initial training, yeah. and I went on to uh, interventional pain management. But the anesthesia insult in a patient, say, in their 80s is significant. And, yeah. a, and a lot of people that go on to have what they call postoperative delirium, which can progress to a cognitive dysfunction, like a dementia. Yeah. And we're the especially of anesthesia is becoming more and more aware of this. So not to scare people. And sometimes I talk people out of stem cells. I say, you know what? I looked at your hip x-ray and I think you should save your money and get a hip replacement. Most of the time it's, I'm telling them, yeah, you know, maybe stem cell might work, but uh, I'm again, it's about being the honest broker. Yes, what is, is the best for you, for this patient that I'm talking to at the time? And I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell them what I think is best. Yep. Okay, well, let's uh, grab a call. We have Rod on the line. Rod, welcome to the program, and how can we help you today? Yes, hello? Yes, you're on the air. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Dr. Dan, I appreciate what you said about how you want to relate to your patients. And um, I've been trying to work with my wife. She's been on opiates for 12 years, and she's seen, she's, she has seen all kinds of practitioners and... Um, her primary care provider recently, after she saw a pain specialist, she was given her primary care provider an update, and the primary care provider said, well, that patch isn't going to work for you, uh, as they began to, again, reduce the opiates that she's taken. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to grasp this lady and help her out because she's been to mindfulness training, physical therapy, all kinds of issues, and... Uh, some of it, I think, is becoming so uh, you know, psychological that of, of, of not being able to manage the pain that uh, she's often said, if they're going to take me off this stuff, I might as well just pass on. So, right. if, if somebody made an if somebody made an appointment in your office, and when I understood, how much time do you give them? I mean, she's got good insurance stuff, but I, I always worry that the insurance company is going to cut her off after a while because she's been through all kinds of therapies and stillness same position she's been in since her chemo. This all started after chemotherapy about mm. 15 years ago. Right, And right. she's had all kinds of pain issues since then. Yeah. No, definitely sounds like a challenging situation. And I can tell you, I can't, obviously no guarantees. I mean, we're, we're obviously happy to see her. And maybe there are some options out there. I think the, what, you know, the opioids are at the end of the day, a double-edged sword, right? I mean, they, 
The problem with opioid therapy is, you know, the point of diminishing returns after time. People get habituated or you have to take more and more to get the same effect, plus the effect on your emotional well-being and your immune system and your hormones. I mean, it has a devastating effect on on uh, testosterone and estrogen, all the things that, you know, we need to kind of thrive as human beings. All those are affected by chronic opioids. Is, there, is this a situation where she might be consigned to opioids for the rest of her life? I don't know. I can't answer what? that, of course, without seeing her in person. She, I can tell you the vast majority. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, what's been interesting, when she got started on this early on, one of her primary care providers said, well, you're not, you don't have an addictive personality, so don't worry about it. This is like, you know, 12 years ago. I wanted to slap that practitioner in the face, but yeah. <laughs> any, say it, but then yeah. she went and saw a pain specialist, you know, several years later, and this pain specialist said, yeah, you're going to have to be on this, you know, probably the rest of your life, and then recently, as her primary care, as we moved over here to the west side, the primary care provider is getting worried about all the, you know, the stuff coming down on opiates and what it means right. to the providers, to the patients and all this. And she recently saw a, pain, a new pain specialist, and he said that he wanted to start reducing the opiates. He's going to put her on a patch. She went back to the primary care provider to kind of keep her updated, and she said, well, that patch isn't going to work, but yes, we have to reduce your, your opiates. And, and then my wife is just going crazy. She says, right. I can't live if I can't control the pain. Sure. No, I and I get that. And you're getting, I mean, you can get, it's like I've always said, you can get 10 doctors in the room and get 12 different opinions. So you got to get somebody who can kind of give you the overall, um, you know, 50,000 foot view and tell you, look, look, this may be a situation where opioids are, are going to be the way to go. I mean, most of the time we're able to find uh, options besides that. But yeah, this is not, we run into this a lot. So I, I sympathize. I, I encourage you, at least maybe we could, you know, weigh in on that if you if you made an appointment. Yeah, Rod, I suggest you make it. We're running out of time here, but I suggest you make an appointment with Dr. Dan. Have him do some exploratory work uh, and see what he can do. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of like to do that. It sounds like he's got a real empathy for patients, which you know, it needs. But when she calls in, does she indicate that, hey, this is going to be a 40-minute or an hour appointment? I mean, we're willing to pay for that. It's yeah. just, you know, the doctor needs to know that this is a this is a history gone on for, you know, nearly 15 years. Right. So the answer is, depending on who's available, Sarah Goble is my physician assistant, and she's her schedule's a little bit more open to a, a, a longer, extensive uh, visit than that yeah. so but we'll just we'll try to help out whatever we can yeah but also uh you when you call in some of that will be determined and if there's some x-rays needed and things like that it might take a little longer because they do them on site gotta go right now we're clean out of time so make listen to the end of the program and pick up the number right there and thanks a lot for your call rod uh quick thing for ann in seattle call us back she wanted to know about if chems if uh, chemotherapy in the past would have anything to do with her stem cells now Good question. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you can call the doctor too at his text number and get a hold of him and talk about that. Uh, text him at four two five three six two fifty five eighty five. Well done. Well, guys. Hey, we're done. Man, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it immensely. This was great. Yeah, we got to do it again. Thank you so yeah. much. Yep. Have a great weekend, everybody. God bless you and God bless America.
You've been listening to Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson from Pro Ortho in Kirkland. If you would like to make an appointment with Dr. Nelson at Pro Ortho, simply call 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. Be sure to join us again next week here on AM 770 KTTH at 11 for another live edition of Conquering Your Pain.